Jojo, what seems to be wrong? There's a big scary thing in uh, in my room. It, it, I don't like it. It's scary. Oh, what is it? Is is it a monster? No. Well, kind of, but it's small. Well, what do you mean? I think it maybe is a bug. A bug? What kind of bug? I don't know. He got antlers and wings and uh, lots of legs. And and he look at me in, in the face and he and I and I and I go ah and I run away. Hmm. That might just be a harmless house bug. It's best just to leave them alone. They're just living their lives like anybody else. But I was scared. So scared of it. Well, he didn't mean to scare you. He's just different than you are. He is very different. But I'm sure he's friendly. Oh, okay. Bugs can be friendly? Some bugs, yes. Oh, okay. That reminds me. I have a great story for you this week about people and differences. Would you like to hear it? Oh, yes, very much so. When I get scared, I like to hear the stories and then go to sleep. Okay. Well, let's listen to this week's story. Okay, I'm ready. No bugs in it, right? <laughs> That's right. The Quest of Desmond by James Oaks. Eleanor Fitzmorris, Queen of Desmond, awoke with a start. She looked at her dog, Fergus, and asked him, What day is it? Before he could even begin to yawn and answer, she knew that it was Tuesday. And Tuesdays were questing days, if the weather was nice and there weren't any royal activities she must attend to, like decreeing something or proclaiming another thing. She ran to the window. It seemed a perfect day for questing. Check one. She then rushed to find her mother, her dog Fergus in tow. She found her mother in the royal chambers, still in bed, as it was so early the roosters hadn't even stirred yet. Mum, do I have any royal duties today? I really want to go questing with Geoffrey. Geoffrey O'Donohue was the prince of Glenflesk and Eleanor's dearest friend. All right, my love, go on questing with Geoffrey. Please be very careful, and don't talk to any fey folk you might see. Your father says he has been hearing that the fey people are acting up. It must be an early mischief season for them. Eleanor knew you were supposed to stay clear of the fey people, but she felt a strong connection to them as well. Jeffrey always teased her that Eleanor was part fairy, and she played along with the game. But the truth was, she was part fairy, as were all the people of Desmond. Their family tree had been intertwined for centuries, although no one talked about it. With a love peck on the cheek, she promised her mother to be safe and to take extra provisions from the kitchen. When she got to the kitchen, no one was around, so she grabbed a few cakes and headed out her dog Fergus licking his lips at the sight of his favorite cakes. Geoffrey O'Donohue, Prince of Glenflesk, was waiting at the gate, 
like he was every Tuesday, whether or not there were royal duties, proclamations, or questing. He was quite happy to see that today was a questing day after all. Eleanor and Geoffrey embraced and excitedly talked in unison about what each had missed in their kingdoms. There had been feasts, small battles, lessons involving magic and history, which was Geoffrey's favorite, and a pie-eating contest that Donald the pie-maker had won, which didn't seem fair since it was his pies. They made straight for the forest, deciding to visit some of their friends along the way until their quest had revealed itself to them. First up was Annie, their friend the deer. Hey, Annie, we're questing. What's new? said Eleanor. Hi, guys. The word in the forest is that the fey mischief season will be earlier and longer this year. I would stay and play, but I must prepare for winter. It was the same with the magical possum family. Hello, children. Stay away from the fae this year. Extra mischief is about. I saw the fairy king himself not a day ago, said Mrs. Possum. Disappointed, Eleanor and Geoffrey sat on the talking rocks and listened to the mumblings about the fae people, mischief, winter, and the fairy king. The two decided to have lunch, but when Eleanor reached in her pocket, the cakes were gone. Fergus gave a guilty look, and Eleanor knew that Fergus must have stolen them along the way. Oh, Fergus, said Eleanor. Do you have anything, Geoffrey? No. You always bring the lunch, so I didn't even pack any gooseberry jam. Eleanor scowled and sat down in defeat in the dirt. Maybe we should go home, said Geoffrey. Everyone seems to be preparing for winter and mischief season, and we don't have any food. No, said Eleanor, standing up. We came to quest, and quest we shall, she declared. Let's head deeper into the woods and see where it leads us. The two had never been this deep in the woods. They stamped through the brush, across the river, and through the stone steps, tiptoeing past one fairy mound, then another, and still another, when it became clear that they were lost. I keep seeing the same fairy mound. It must be a dozen times now. I'm hungry, said Eleanor. I'm tired, said Geoffrey. Just then, a figure appeared between two trees on the ridge above them. It was a man whose hair might have been on fire, and who might also have rather majestic antlers growing from his temples. Or at second glance, maybe he didn't. Hello, Eleanor and Geoffrey. I am Finvara, king of the fairies. You seem to be lost. Can I be of any help? No, said Geoffrey. We don't need your help. You got us lost in the first place. Now how did I do that, young prince? You turn your fairy mounds around and get us all mixed up, said Geoffrey. And you're kind of big to be a fairy, aren't you? said Eleanor, who was walking closer to the king as Geoffrey tried to stop her by grabbing her cloak. Would you prefer me this size, your majesty? The king said as he shrunk down so small he could ride on the back of a firefly, which he was in fact doing right now, much to Eleanor's delight. 
Fergus barked and tried to chomp down on Finvara as Geoffrey pleaded, Eleanor, we should go. Next thing you know, we will be in the fairy circle. No, said Eleanor. I like him. Don't be so judgmental, Geoffrey. Thank you, cousin. That's right, Geoffrey, said Finvara. Watch where you step. You might already be in a fairy circle, he said with a wink that was charming and frightening all at the same time. Just then there was a flash of white-hot light, and Eleanor, Fergus, and Geoffrey found themselves in the great hall of the fairy king. The hall was decorated for a feast to end all feasts, with flowers, clover, and moss everywhere you looked. The tables were piled high with every food imaginable, and the packed rooms swayed with music and dance so intoxicating they thought they might lose themselves. Hold tight, said Geoffrey. We'll think a way out of this. What do you mean? It's marvelous, said Eleanor. Thank you, your majesty and your highness. Please take a seat as our honored guests as the feast is about to begin. The room spun around and around, and Eleanor, Geoffrey, and Fergus found themselves seated at the front of the hall as the festivities really got into full swing. Fairies were dancing, singing, and flying through the hall. A beautiful man with horns poured drinks for the guests. Finvara sat beside them and pointed out a fairy woman with enormous wings that flew past Geoffrey her hair flaming with fire as she got smaller and smaller, and everywhere there were fireflies, many who had fairy riders on them. Some were staging large historical battles. Some were fighting for real. It was like nothing the two had ever seen. Eleanor and Geoffrey realized that they hadn't eaten anything, and they were starving. Everyone else's plates were piled high with fruits and cheeses and bread of every kind, and yet their plates were empty. They went to grab food from other people's plates, but when they did, the food disappeared, and other plates grew larger, and their plates still remained empty. This is so unfair, cried Eleanor. Everyone else has food, but our plates are empty. You'll never get full by staring at other people's plates, your highness. Concentrate on your plate, and you will get your fill, said Finvara. Eleanor and Geoffrey took a deep breath and stared at their plates, not even glancing at anyone else's. And lo and behold, food did appear, but not as much as was on other people's plates, and Fergus's plate was empty. For each bit of food you share, your plate will be filled two times over. That is the fairy way, said Finvara. Eleanor and Geoffrey both shared their food with Fergus, and their plates piled up for each piece they gave. This is truly a remarkable place, said Geoffrey, who was finally settling into his seat now that his hunger pangs had subsided. Thank you, cousin Geoffrey, said Finvara. I think people have misjudged you, said Eleanor. If that's true, why do you even have a mischief season? asked Geoffrey. Finvera pondered these questions for a moment, and then slowly lifted his head and antlers to meet their gaze. If helping people and sharing food is mischief, then I am guilty. Mischief season 
is nothing more than the harvest festival, and it has become distorted over the years. We are not different than any of the people of Desmond and Glenflesk. In fact, we are cousins. Our history is long, but people fear what is not familiar and what is different. I'm so sorry that we have been taught to fear you, Eleanor said as she hugged Finvara around the neck. Can you ever forgive us? asked Geoffrey. Of course, my children. Come. You have been in the forest too long. Your parents will be worried. Let me and my court escort you home. With a clap of the king's hands, the two found themselves riding fireflies, with the king and his royal fairy guard flying alongside. Fergus gave a nervous bark, as he had never ridden on the back of a firefly before. Eleanor and Geoffrey laughed with delight as she squeezed Fergus tightly. They slowly dismounted the fireflies and prepared to say goodbye to the king. Good night, King Finvara, and thank you for everything, the two squealed. Good night, my friends, and remember, Geoffrey, don't run, said King Finvara. Geoffrey gave a quizzical look and then tried to take a step, but he couldn't. His shoes were tied together. He fell with a loud splat in a big puddle of mud. Eleanor, Geoffrey, and all the fairies laughed at the prank. A little bit of mischief is all right said King Finvara. After all, it is the beginning of mischief season. And with that, they flew into the sky, and the children watched as the firefly light faded into the early autumn night. <laughs>